0: Welcome to the Lose Your Cravings podcast, taking a different approach to ending your cravings with your host, Kisa Amaro, Certified Integrative Health Coach. Welcome back, my friends. I'm Kisa Amaro, and I help help ambitious women stop emotional eating and create a healthy relationship with food so they can show up fully in their life and their career. And hey, if you would like more support in reducing your cravings so you can maintain a healthy weight for good, then I invite you to schedule a complimentary call with me. On this call, I will share with you the exact blueprint you need to reduce your cravings for good. Now, there's no obligation on this call, but if you would like to continue working with me, I would be happy to show you what that would look like. I only open up a few of these calls each week, so if you would like support in reducing your cravings, then head on over to the show notes and follow follow my calendar link to book a call. Okay, my friends, on to our topic For this episode and by the way this is episode 80 oh my gosh I can't believe that I have created I was like what have I done I've created 80 podcast episodes um we're gonna see 100 this year my friends like I'm so excited for my 100th episode um that's pretty pretty amazing um But enough about that. Let's talk about our topic today. And today I'm sharing with you how to make your goals stick and how you've been approaching them all wrong. Okay, so goals are wonderful things to set, right? I support setting and working towards goals. They help us grow as a person. They help us achieve the things we want. But there are some goals that just seem out of reach or that you just don't believe will work for you. You know, you've tried before, but you fail at reaching your goal. Or maybe you set a goal and reach it, but once you reach it, you fall back into old habits and you lose the progress that you made, leaving you frustrated and wondering what just happened. So oftentimes we set a goal like, I want to lose 20 pounds. I want to run a 5k. I want to bench my body weight and we work really hard to achieve the goal. We change our actions in order to reach them. Maybe we eat more veggies, we run three times a week, we hit the gym and do exercises that help strengthen our chest. But what happens once we hit our goals? What's next? Often we lose motivation, or we are looking to the next level, the next race, or the next weight bracket right? And how long can that last? It can only last for so long. But most of the time we lose motivation and return to our old habits we had before we set our original goal, or we re- we return to some version of that old self or the old habit. So what's going on and how can we stay motivated to continue our healthy habits once we've reached our goal? When you choose a goal like, let's just say, lose 20 pounds, you are creating an outcome-based goal, right? There's an outcome there. Like once you step on the scale and it's 20 pounds less than when you started, that's the outcome. You reach your goal. These are wonderful and great, and there's nothing wrong with them. Except if we are just focusing on getting to the outcome, then once we get to the outcome, then what? Right. So let's dive deeper into change, more specifically behavior change, to see what is going on or what isn't going on so we can finally reach our goal and keep them. So there are three levels of behavior, behavior change. There's outcome change, there's process or action change, and identity change. So imagine a bullseye with three rings or circles. The outermost ring represents your outcomes. The next ring uh, represents the process or the action that you take. And the last or the center of the bullseye represents your identity. Now, more often than not, when we want to change a behavior, we want to set a goal, reach a goal. Say, you know, we set the goal of losing 20 pounds, we focus on the outcome, right? Like, once I reach the 20 pounds, that's when I reach my goal. That's when I win. That's when everything happens. And we look to the outcome to create a certain identity or feeling. So like when I lose 20 pounds, I will be confident, right? Once you reach the outcome, you will then be confident, which I will argue that this is where we go wrong when working on goals. Now there's nothing wrong with wanting to lose 20 pounds if that is what will serve you. But relying on that weight loss to feel confident will not serve you. We approach goals, or most humans approach goals with action, result, feeling. Like we do an action to get a result so we create a specific feeling. Right? We think we need to take action in order to get result. And that result will create a specific feeling like confidence, right? Losing weight will not automatically create confidence. I want to tell you that, right? Once you lose that 20 pounds, it's not like, I'm a confident person. Look at me, right? 19 pounds, nope, not confident. 20 pounds, oh, I'm confident, right? It doesn't work that way, especially if you have a negative body image, right? Or you have a poor relationship with food. Losing weight will not change your body image automatically. What will change your body image and how you view your body, right? So what will change all that? It's your thoughts. It's your thoughts, not your actions, okay? The actions might help. I'm not saying don't do the actions, right? but your thoughts need to be there as well, okay? So I'm here to tell you that this traditional way of behavior change and goal setting through changing your outcomes to feel a certain way does not work for most of us. There is a more efficient way that will help you stay motivated and keep your goals once you're there, okay? So the most efficient way to change your habits is to focus not on your outcomes, but to focus on who you wish to become, okay? What identity do you want to embody when you lose 20 pounds? What does that person do and be in order to lose 20 pounds? Okay, they eat vegetables. They eat out maybe once or twice a week instead of every day. They move their body in a way that serves them and that they enjoy. They include all foods. They have a healthy relationship with food and with their body, right? So instead of your goal being to lose 20 pounds, shift it to, I am someone who eats healthy, who practices food freedom and makes decisions that respects my body. I am a person who moves my body in ways that serves me. I am a person who includes all foods in amounts that serves me. I am a person who has a healthy relationship with food, right? I am confident and feel neutral about my body. See the difference, right? I know that's a lot and that's a mouthful, but I'm just giving you many, many, many examples instead of losing 20 pounds, right? I want to lose 20 pounds. I am a person who moves my body in a way that serves me, okay? So instead of your goal being to run a 5K, right? We talked about earlier, just shift it to, I am a runner. I'm a person who runs. I'm a runner. Instead of benching your body weight, shift it to, I am a weightlifter, okay? When we shift our identity, we embody the type of person who is consistent with their nutrition, exercise, sleep, water intake, self-care, or whatever your goal is, right? We become that person. We shift our beliefs about ourselves, and we therefore shift our identity. So let's take a look at a very random example. Two people are trying to quit smoking. The first person is outside on break, and a co worker asks them if they'd like a smoke. And the person replies, no, thank you, I'm trying to quit. Okay. The second person is outside on break, and a co worker asks them if they'd like a smoke. And the person replies, no, thank you, I don't smoke. See the difference? I'm trying to quit versus I don't smoke. Okay. The first person is looking for that result. Like, I'm trying to quit. I want to quit smoking, right? I'm trying. I'm in the process. But that second person, they're embodying, like, they are a person who doesn't smoke. I don't smoke. Like, if somebody came up and asked me if I wanted to smoke, I'd be like, no, thank you. I don't smoke. Or I'd probably just say, no, thank you. But you know, you get it. Like I'm a person who doesn't smoke. So that's my identity, right? Um. So the first person is focusing on the outcome while the second person is identifying as a non-smoker, right? Okay, next, I want you to know that you don't need to be perfect, right? I got to bring the all or nothing mindset in here. <laughs> you don't need to 100% of the time Eat your vegetables and move every day in order to be a person who moves their body in a way that serves them or to be a healthy person or to be a person who respects their body. Whatever you're, you're embodying, right? Whatever you want to become. Okay. So think of it this way. Every action is a vote for the type of person you wish to become. You don't need to be perfect, right? Politicians win an election on a, um, they usually win, sorry, they usually win an election on a single digit percentage, right? They win by five percentage points or three percentage points or nine percentage points, right? Politicians do not win elections on unanimous votes, right? That's at least in the United States, right? (laughs) That's what I'm familiar with. Um, but I think in a, a lot of countries too, they don't win by these large margins, but they still win. They get a, a more a majority of the vote, right? They get the majority, okay? So you don't need to be perfect with your nutrition or your exercise or your sleep, right? You just need a percentage of the votes going in that direction, right? The direction that you want of that person you want to become. So let's say... You eat veggies and protein for lunch. This is a vote for being a person who eats vegetables, right? I, I am a person who eats vegetables. Okay. Let's say that um I don't eat vegetables and I want to lose some weight. I want to lose the 20 pounds. I don't eat vegetables. But I know that, you know, a person who um is well-rounded, is healthy, has like good metrics. They consume vegetables, right? They have vegetables in their diet. Majority, right? Okay, there's those outliers, right? I'm not absolute. <laughs> I just want to be clear there. <laughs> Cause I know someone's gonna come back and be like, I don't eat vegetables and I have I'm a healthy body weight. Okay. We're talking about majority. I know there's the outliers. Um okay, so let's say you eat the veggies and the protein for lunch. That's a vote for being a person who eats vegetables. I'm creating this new identity. I want to become a person who eats vegetables, right? So you got to vote for that person who eats vegetables. And when you have a meal without vegetables, there's a vote for the other side, okay? But that's okay. Every action is a vote for the type of person you wish to become. No unanimous votes, Just create more vote opportunities for the person who eats vegetables, okay? So how exactly do we shift our identity? Like this is pretty big, right? Like it's our identity. It's who we are. Mindset, okay? Mindset is what shifts your identity. You can still lose the 20 pounds. You can run the 5K. You can bench your body weight. But I also want you to notice your mindset around these things, right? Is your mindset promoting lifelong habits? Are you embodying the person you want to become? When we shift our mindset, we shift our beliefs about ourselves. And when we shift our beliefs about ourselves, we shift the actions we take or don't take, right? And that will lead to our outcomes. Only this time they will stick because we are not just focused on the outcome, but we are focused on changing our identity so that we embody the person who is the runner, the person who respects their body, the person who is a weightlifter, right? Okay, so what I want you to do is take some time and journal about your identity, okay? So like think of your goal and what is that identity, like that that. Once you reach that goal, you can think of like, okay, once I reach that goal, what is that identity, right? Who is that person I want to become, right? It could be two months from now, six months from now, a year from now. Who is this person, okay? And think about, I want you to write about, like, what do they do consistently? What do they think? What time do they get up in the morning? When do they go to bed? Do they set And honor their boundaries. Do they work out? What type of exercise do they do, right? How do they view themselves and their body? How do they view food, okay? The more specific you get, the more you will see who you are, right? You can find that person who you want to become, right? And you can start to embody that now, right? This will help you shift your mindset, embody and embody, kind of connected into one word, who you want to be now, okay? So in order to reach your goals and to keep your goals and create those lifelong habits, I want you not to just focus on the outcome, but focus on who you need to become. What is that identity? And start embodying, start showing up as that person now. Right. If that person six months from now go gets up at six thirty a.m. and goes to bed at ten p.m., start doing that now. Right. Get on it. Okay. Okay, my friends, this is all I have for you today. If you uh, if you like what you heard on this episode, then I invite you to head on over to iTunes and leave an honest review. This helps us. helps us show up higher on the search results and therefore we can reach and help more people. I would greatly appreciate it, my friends. And join me for my next episode where I talk about the importance of choosing you. Okay? Mm It's very important. So please, please, please listen to this next one. Okay. Until next time, have a wonderful week. Bye.